You're listening to the Madverse Podcast with your host, Tom Traplin, and this is session number 137. Welcome to another episode of the Madverse Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about building successful, friendly, local game stores. And there's a lot of ways to go about doing that. And one of the ways that we're discussing today is, uh, is is marketing, but specifically video production and video marketing. I have two gentlemen with me today, Frank and Jordan from Petrocore Productions. They are a video production company uh, in the greater Atlanta region. And they recently came off of a project that they did for a good friend of mine down in Woodstock, Georgia, uh, Jason Mostowski, the owner of Peach State Games, they recently released a video of uh, the brand story that they did for Jason. Uh, and if you haven't seen it yet, it's it's currently making the, the rounds on social media, but I definitely recommend you check it out. It'll be linked in the show notes for this episode. So if you go to manaversaga.com forward slash MVP137, you can find it right there, but you can also go to Peach State Games and their Facebook page and take a look at it on uh, on there as well. Uh, but I definitely recommend you take a look at this video because it is an excellent example of how to tell your story and convey the passion that you have for your products and your community and in a way that people really resonate with. The number of people who have commented on uh, Jason's video and the the conviction that you hear in his voice as he tells the story of why he opened the shop and what it means to him as the owner and what the community means to him and how he's invested so much time and energy and, and his own you know, personal effort into making it as great and as welcoming and inclusive as it can be. Uh, it really shows through in this video, and it's an excellent example of the kind of power that video marketing has for your game store. Uh, I would personally love to see game stores leverage this kind of tool more often start telling your story with video and i know it's it's complicated or seemingly complicated from the outside but hopefully during the course of this episode we will uh, we'll share some tips as to how you can start telling your story with video uh, but if you really want to you know get that personal professional level of uh, quality of work uh, the petrichor guys and uh, myself are working together to offer this to game stores uh, all over the U.S., so if you're interested in having a supremely excellent brand storytelling video marketing asset created for your store, uh, reach out to us. Find out how we can help get that video created, how they can take uh, a couple of days to get it shot, get it edited, get it put together, and you have something that your community and your local area and the people around your store will love. It's not just a commercial. It's not just a radio spot. It's not just a Facebook ad. This is a video that is going to get people invested into what you are doing. Like I, again, I, I cannot emphasize enough. You got to check this video out to really know what I'm talking about and see, and, and see what I mean, right? Seeing is believing in the case of, of video production here. Uh, so make sure you check out that video. And then if you do want to find out how we can get that done for your game store, Go to manaversaga.com forward slash Petricor, P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R, Petricor. Yeah, there we go. Go to manaversaga.com forward slash Petricor and book a call with us to see how we can t- 
turn your store into an excellent, compelling brand video and then leverage that as part of the digital marketing uh, ecosystem and the frameworks that we've been leveraging for other game stores all over the U.S. Uh, so that's my pitch to you today. Check it out. In the meantime, listen to the episode with Frank and Jordan and find out how powerful video marketing really can be for your game store. So let's just jump into it. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Hey, how's it going? Going great. So I like to start things off by, you know, getting to know you, right? I like to get, allow the audience a chance to get to know the people that we're, we're having a conversation with today. So let's uh, start at the beginning. I'm going to go back to why you got into the business of producing videos. Like why video? What's, what is so special about video? And uh, how did you guys get to where you are now? Yeah, good question. Um, I'll start. So, I mean, I've been a lover of film since for as long as I can remember. Um, Video film has always been a way for me to best kind of understand the world that I live in and be entertained and, you know, just all that great stuff. And so over the years, of, of experimenting myself and making films on my own. Um, I, I just knew that that's what I wanted to do full time for my career. So went down the track of studying film uh, in college and was on a narrative um, narrative route for producing and directing uh, scripted content. But over the years and after working in the industry, I kind of discovered that documentary and commercial work was the way that I could best um, best exercise my knowledge in a in a practical way, um, and so for you know, video for me is just the ultimate way to express express that love. Passion project. Yes, so it's an ongoing passion project. Excellent. How about you, Frank? Yeah, I mean, um, from as long as I can remember, I've always wanted to create. So create visually if it's anywhere from you know painting and drawing to you know sculpting coming from artistic backgrounds um i always wanted to you know showcase um what i can bring to the world artistically you know and i if it's anywhere from digital media i did a lot of you know computer arts graphic design animation you know and then um you know i got into videography as well and um, did some work with, you know, some large production companies with HBO and Paramount and um, did everything from reality TV to live sports. Recently just been into commercial work as well as, you know, promotional and advertising for corporate or businesses. One of the questions that I always struggle with, or I always, I always have this question in the back of my mind is, uh, why go into business for yourself? So I'm sure there's plenty of video production opportunities. There's lots of, you know, the industry is gigantic. Why did you choose to go the entrepreneurial route? What what spurred that on? Yeah, absolutely. There's there absolutely there's a lot of companies out there, a lot of competition. But I, I think what it comes down to for me at least is ultimately having that creative freedom. And, you know, not being held back by, 
any restraints or having to work for someone, you know, be able to showcase what we can do artistically and visually and having that freedom to, you know, go as out there as we want, you know, and be creative. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can compound on that. Like I, I, I studied film so that I could, <clears throat> I could have play a creative role in the films that I was making. And after graduating, I was on set working as a location assistant, a PA, and it was, it was more manual labor than anything. And I think for, for me and Frank to feel fulfilled, we needed to, yeah, just take that <clears throat> creativity into our own hands and, and go from there. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Like the entrepreneur slash artist Venn diagram overlaps a lot because of that, like desire to be the captain of your own ship and go with things that you want, right? That there's a lot of purpose and fulfillment that gets tied up in the work that you do. And I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of overlap between building a business and creation creating art or creating anything really i think there's sure. a lot of the, a lot of similarities there so classic motivation of you know kind of wanting to go out there and, and do your own thing and be in control of the way it gets done i guess yeah yeah mm -hmm. i'm sure a lot of uh store owners can relate with that motivation right i'm sure a lot of them came out there thinking that you know i'm gonna start this thing and i'm gonna match my passion with the thing that i want to do myself this is the thing that i want to have control over this space in my life. And I feel like I can build a community and I can do all these things that uh, no one else is, is doing in the area right now. And I want to be able to provide that. And I feel like that's, that's a similar motivation. So uh, that's always one of the things that I like to, I, I like to explore philosophically because everyone comes at business with different reasons. Right. Sure. But uh, yeah, that, I always find that interesting. What is someone's primary motivation, but that makes a lot of sense artistically, you know, makes total sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So video, let's talk, let's talk the meat and potatoes of video. Why is video so effective at storytelling compared to like other, you know, potential medias? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think more than anything else, most importantly, it's about an emotional connection. You know, it can be implied, uh, through photo, through text. Um, and, and, it, and that can be effective, but, um, there's really no other medium that can kind of get, as you said, to the meat and potatoes of, of what your story is. You know, it's that audio visual combination and the opportunity to to showcase your passion and communicate that that love for what you do um, through the medium that can be so, so powerful and connecting you to your potential audience, your potential clients. Yeah, so it's a video videography is a great way to send a message, you know, when I believe it's the future. And I think now that since everybody's got a device in their hand and, you know, they're always on their phone or their computer or their tablets, they're always looking for something to watch. And it's just a great way to send your message. I couldn't agree more. I, uh, from, from my experience working with, with clients and working with game stores, I tell them a lot on a frequent basis that one of the things that uh, people look for, like, when we're talking things like social media, for example, like you said Facebook, people are scrolling their phones and that sort of thing. Uh, they, as a consumer, we want to connect with faces a lot of the time. Like we stop scrolling for people that we know or people that we've seen. And it's that human connection that gets us to pay attention a lot of the time. So I advise them, like, 
don't just focus on the products, right? Because the products are great. Pe- products are, are you know interesting, colorful. They're cool. The games are awesome, right? That's it, you know definitely something to pay attention to. But if you want people to notice you, you want people to connect with your business, you have to focus on the people. You got to tell the story of the people who are in your community or the people behind the counter that make the you know the store interesting and awesome. The connection part is the part that really makes a business like thrive, or at least at the beginning. Is that you know you, they have the customer has this personal connection with you as the business owner, with the employees on your team. Uh, they don't really like they don't connect with the games so much as they connect with the people that are built that are are, are you know the community that's built around the games. And sure, video is like one of the most effective ways of doing that online, right? Everybody like it, I think we've we can all agree at this stage, 2023, that video has become more and more ubiquitous every single year. Right. <laughs> Started off, well, the internet wasn't necessarily the place to go for video because bandwidth restrictions like a long oh, time sure. ago, but now it's just everywhere, right? Like streaming, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook Live, uh, you know, like that kind of stuff is all becoming more and more common and more and more effective. Uh, so pursuing video and learning how to, I guess, work that into your toolbox of marketing, I feel like is a very important thing for store owners to to think about as part of the strategy going forward. Absolutely. So on that note, what are some things that, uh, that store owners can do right now? Like if, you know, we're, we're assuming people are busy and they got things to do and they got work and they got games and they got products to manage and people, all that stuff. Right. So what is, what is like one of the easiest ways for somebody who is busy, who has a lot on their plate already, how can they incorporate video into some of their strategy? Well, so you can, a few things that um, store owners can do is showcasing video is, you know, showcase the store, showcase the vibe. You know, if I was looking for a place that I wanted to go hang out and play games with, and I want want to know what the vibe's like. I want to, you know, see the atmosphere and everything. So, you know, just a great introduction of themselves and the store and the actual space and showcasing, you know, all the happenings. Yeah. And something they can do that's, you know, more practical, you know, just right now, it's like everybody has a smartphone in their pocket and most iPhones shoot in 4k and you'd be very surprised at, at the, the quality of content you can achieve with a phone on a tripod and the use of free editing software, you know, for Mac, there's iMovie for Microsoft, there's DaVinci resolve, um, completely free, no strings attached. Um, using natural lighting. Um, there's even stabilization equipment for phones, you know, that you can pick up at Best Buy. Um, you know, there's of course a, a learning curve to, to creating successful video content, but there are a lot of pretty straightforward, practical, affordable ways to just start producing content now and on a regular basis. Yeah. Everyone's got a smartphone. It's, Essentially, it's in everyone's pocket at this point, and, and yeah, cameras sure. are exceptionally good compared to what yeah. they used to be a few years ago. You can shoot great video right out of your pocket for the most part. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can. So when it comes to uh, shooting video, let's say like the person's got – the person who's listening to this is like, oh, okay, I, I want to shoot a video today. What do I got to do, right? If they've got their phone and maybe they don't have anything else, what are some – what are some tips that would help them shoot a good video versus a less effective one? What, what are some things that they can do 
that uh, I'm thinking like, you know, what kind of angles or like what, what should they focus on? Like how should they make you what, – what are some basic strategies for shooting a slightly above average video on your smartphone? You know, one very, very clear thing for me that I think separates a very average video from one that at least feels a little, little more produced and a little more thought out is just editing, you know. And and we have iMovie on our iPhones. I believe it comes it comes standard on there. Um, and so, just by getting some good coverage of your space, you know, uh, assembling in a sequence uh, a nice variety of hey, here's here's the inside of our store. Here's some customers having fun. Here is a interaction at the checkout. Here's some gameplay, um, and put to music. You know, it just it becomes this elevated fun viewing experience for your for your audience and also uh short is sweet and so you will oftentimes see um you know social media content where it's maybe somebody just speaking into a camera and it kind of seems to to go on and on and on being being concise and very clear with your message as well is another way to um to elevate that a little bit further um but more importantly than than camera angles or techniques or editing. It's going back to what we said before, communicating your your passion for what you do. I think you can disregard all of those other elements that I just spoke about and just demonstrate, you know, verbally or through or through images and, and video, uh, the passion that you have for what you do, the love you have for your clientele, the excitement you have for the gameplay, um, all those things showcase the energy and, and the passion that you have for the things that you do. I feel like that comes through on video way more than it does in other mediums. So if you can bring that sure. passion or you can bring that to the, to the camera, that's great, right? That's, that's more important than having a fancy camera. That's more important than having, you know, the, the cool setup and the lighting and all the things that you could, you know, rationally say, well, I don't have all these in place, so I shouldn't do it. Right. I sure. feel like you could just, get the phone out and, and shoot a good passionate video about the things that you like and people will connect with that. They'll resonate with that. Yeah. Just and make it engaging and showing, you know, people's how enthusiastic they are to be there. Yeah. And then also if that's not you, right. Not everyone is, can do that, right. Not everyone's going to be comfortable with that. <laughs> that's also, that's, that's sure. a thing, right. Comfort in front of a camera uh, takes a little while to get there, uh, but not everybody yeah. has that, personality to just bring the energy so what i would also recommend is if you got someone on your team who is naturally a little bit more comfortable doing that sort of thing leverage them you know like Mm -hmm. like like, they have the skills they have that that passion that energy like ask them if they're okay with doing that and then maybe you know they're like don't ask them to pretend to be you but like use their energy to uh to create content that people will connect with it doesn't always have to just be all on your shoulders as the owner of the store. That's true. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's uh, an right. important thing to remember. Yeah. Showcase your team. Yeah. Yeah. Like to me, uh, the team is almost, almost as important in a lot of different ways than the owner and the leader, right? Like the leader mm-hmm. of the team is really, you know, obviously they're pointing the, the direction of the ship, but the, the team is what like makes things happen day to day. Right. And, and they're going right. to be a lot of the times the faces that people are going to connect with. Right. Yeah. A lot of, uh, some people say, you know, you hire, you hire personality and then you teach technique. So, you know, people want to know who they're going to be interacting with and showcasing that. 
I guess we we touched on it a little bit, but uh, what what would you say is the most effective way of telling your story in the sense of like long or short? Is it better to do rapid fire, fifteen second, thirty second videos and just do a bunch of those, or does long form work? Can you tell a three, four, five minute story and it be and still be effective? Yeah, I, I we take a pretty strategic approach to uh, to putting together a video package for a client, so. Oftentimes, what what we start with is is long form, you know, something three to five minutes, something that tells your your whole story. It gives you that opportunity to give customers your background and 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 explain and showcase all the steps that led you to where you are now, and and give you that opportunity to connect on an emotional level with, with your audience. Um, however, not everybody's going to be patient enough to sit through a three to five minute video as they're scrolling Instagram or Facebook. So out of that content, we'll typically cut down, um, you know, what, what I like to refer to as just a lure, you know, a 15 second version of that. It could be just a very powerful soundbite or moment or thought from that larger story. And it's intended to just kind of capture attention quickly. And once they're in the pipeline, if they have an invested interest in what it is that you're offering or selling or, or whatever, then, and they find themselves on your website, that longer form story can be that, that, that piece of content that has a, plays a role in whether or not they decide to purchase the product or engage with the service. So both have their place. I, I would also agree. I like the idea of taking a, a bit of a deep dive and then maybe breaking that out into other miniature pieces that people can engage with a little bit more easily, especially on social media. Like we are in the age of the, the real and TikTok, and quick 10 to 15 second sound bites. And if you can take something out of your core story that you can then, you know, break off and, and splinter out into something that's, uh, particularly insightful or just funny or connecting or some creates that, that instantaneous connection, a good hook to draw people in. That's a really yeah. good way of doing it. So when it comes to, let's say some of the technical aspects of things, if sure. somebody is, uh, you know, they've got their phone, they've got, they've started producing video content. What are the upgrades that they should be looking towards? Like how do they make their phone produced? You know, it's good stuff. It's, it's, it's real, you know, it gets uh, well-produced for what it is. Uh, what could they do to make it even better? Like, what would be the next steps? Stabilization equipment. Uh, mm. Refer to them as gimbals. Uh, you can you can buy them for iPhones and for any phone. Any phone. Um, Best Buy sells them. I think they're sometimes 100, 150 bucks. But they're they're uh, they're pieces of equipment that you mount your phone to, and they allow you to fly your camera through space. You can create very smooth. Uh, smooth camera movements that just communicate an elevated, well-produced look and feel. Um, you know, and what's funny is like you upgrade one level up from that and then you're talking, you know, large scale production. And so it's kind of amazing that you can use this equipment with a phone to create something that, well, maybe technically isn't up to that standard. It can at least get close to, to, get close to it. And so stabilization equipment, free editing software, um, you know, all of it requires a learning curve, but, but there are some very basic 
technical elements that you can incorporate just right off the bat for pretty 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 cheaply uh, that can make quite a quite an impact yeah as well as uh lights they've got those circle lights you That's can true. attach to your phone as well yeah. and they're they're pretty powerful so it just gives a nice even lighting those circle lights around so there's no harsh lighting for sure and uh and beyond that too um and, and something that's actually pretty important something that separates uh amateur from professionally produced content is uh, quality of sound as well mm -hmm. and so there are mics that you can plug also directly into your, your phone as well you know so you can you can in the privacy of your own of your own home you know if you're if you're not that type of person that feels comfortable on camera you can <clears throat> you can write a script for yourself you can record audio on your phone in a in a and it, with a good microphone, you can pull that into a free editing software and you can kind of create your own brand video and communicate the passion that you have um, by just having a voiceover and then shooting some some really elegant elevated shots on your iPhone. If, and, or if you have a gimbal, you know, you can elevate it even more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask about that uh, as a follow up uh, scripted versus non scripted. So, sure. you know. Uh, depending on, I guess, what you're trying to to showcase, uh, what would you recommend? Would it be easier to write out a script and then try and, you know, take shots or take uh, create video to match what you're trying to tell in a script, or do you take the video and then try to match a voiceover to whatever you've uh, you've created on uh, on the camera, or do you just wing it? Yeah, that's a, that's a great, all great questions. Um, I'd say a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I think script, scripts have their place, but um, I think oftentimes a script can be written out of, um, from a place of, of, of nervousness or anxiety about being able to successfully communicate your message. But in our experience, being more conversational, being more on the fly um, and having a more uh, just fluid documentary style approach to conducting an interview um, is going to, it's going to communicate a, a level of sincerity that I think uh, scripted content won't, it, especially if you're not a trained actor or voiceover, you know, artist, um, it can feel a little stilted and a little contrived. Um, and so it's really it kind of depends on the person and whether or not you're formulating a video based on a, a script or what you what you speak on or vice versa shooting something and then forming a narrative from that i mean it's really it's kind of really up to the up to the filmmaker up to the person on on, on what what works best both work both can work um but that's what's fun about video it doesn't doesn't really have too many rules for sure yeah i like the fact that it is very free form and i think uh I think we had this in a prior conversation, but the idea, it, to me, it always felt like creating a sculpture or maybe like a painting it, or maybe any creative endeavor, but it, it becomes a process of uh, revealing and it becomes a like, as you go, you kind of feel your way through it. You might not have the end, you know, exactly the end mm. result in mind before you start. And as you Correct. go, it kind of reveals itself as you you know, you discover it, right? Like it's a, it's a combination Absolutely. of it's showing you, you know, what directions you should be going in. And you kind of like, okay, well maybe we script this part and we have to tell this piece. And then we feel like, oh, well at this shot, maybe he's pointing us in this direction and maybe we should showcase this. And it becomes this 
really weird collaborative process with the universe mm-hmm. in a sense. Pretty odd. <laughs> Pretty odd that way. It, it is. It is. I mean, a sculpture or a painting is really the best thing to compare it to, you know? Um, it, it's, it's very much the same process of, of cutting down and, and working through layers and, and being surprised at what you, what you find and the, and the ideas that come up. So yeah, that's a great comparison. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great too, because you can keep doing it. You can show yeah. one video and then say, okay, well that worked out really well. What did we learn? You know, yeah. how, how do we feel it worked? What's the next one going to be, right? Try something yeah. else. You got to practice trial and error. Yeah. I'm sure there's a, like, I'm sure the learning curve to do, you know, to start off with, uh, just basic video production, shooting from your phone to creating something that is highly produced, you know, film quality. Like I'm sure there's a very long and tall mountain that you have to scale to get to that point, but that doesn't mean that you can't get started. And it doesn't mean that even if you're just starting at the beginning, that it's not effective, right? Some of the most right. effective content on the internet is horribly produced and like just very basic <laughs> beginner stuff for some reason. And that's yeah. just uh, some of the things that we, we, I guess it's one of those things that we connect with, right? When, when things are scripted, the, if it's done well, it works, but if it's not done well, it's almost like a bit of a turnoff, right? It feels, exactly. like said, it feels stupid, yep. but like mm-hmm. that natural just having a conversation with somebody, that's, that's what we do in real life. So that's something that is, is totally viable as video content online. Cause again, we, that's just one of the things that people connect with. Yep, exactly. So how, and I, I'm curious to know what you to, to hear what your, your answer to this question would be, but how do you gauge success in terms of, of video production? So like, you you make that three five or three to five minute core video telling someone's story. You feel like it's really good. How should they? I guess how should they leverage it? And then how do they? How do you measure like how effective that kind of stuff is? Yeah. So of course there's analytics. There's there's um, there's SEO as you do and 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 mm-hmm. seeing a kind of a positive positive jump in in numbers and and uh, website traffic is all is all. A great indicator of of whether or not it's it's doing its job, but um, beyond that, and I think almost more importantly, um, it's that emotional connection that we that we've spoken on for a few minutes here. You know, if if we've if we hear from somebody that they saw a video that we had produced and it made them want to make a call, it made them want to reach out to that client or that to to that company. Um, I mean, that's everything, you know, if, if they can, if they through a video can, can gain trust or t- can connect on an emotional level to that, <clears throat> to that service provider or to that company, um, that's the most valuable thing. That's why you do it. You know, it's the, it gives you that opportunity to, to connect remotely rather than have somebody <clears throat> roll the dice and, and decide to go in one day and check it out and see how they feel, <clears throat> you know? So it's that that emotional connection if we if we hear that the video worked and and pulling them kind of into the into the bubble to me the uh the way that i always think about marketing when i talk about marketing to store owners or to any business owner is that it's the connection it's the conversation that you're having with people that you've never met before so it's this idea of like okay you're you're communicating with people right and you're you're trying to tell them uh 
the things that make your business you know worth considering for for their life right the things that'll solve their problems you know in this case it's like the entertainment right how do you solve the entertainment problem how do you make them happy how do you find connection and community that's what the game store is is providing right sure uh, so all forms of marketing are basically just having that conversation you know with potentially hundreds thousands of people all at the same time you know automatically you're not there physically doing it it's happening on facebook and it's happening on google and it's you know all of those uh digital and physical methods right flyers and newspaper ads and radio and all that stuff mm -hmm. but it's all having this conversation and video is like having this conversation in 3d like it's it's almost as close to having a physical conversation that you can get right like if you had as a store owner you had somebody who could have a chat with everybody in your local area everyone within the 30 mile radius of your store's location if you could have a physical human being connect with like everyone else and tell them all about how great your store is how cool the games are how awesome the community is and having this like evangelist come out and talk to people that would be a really <laughs> effective way of, of spreading the the knowledge of the store and its existence and you know what it can do for people right, right video is right. pretty much the closest thing that you can get to that like short of virtual reality matrix style you know uh, immersion <laughs> i think video is pretty much as close as we can get to that so a really powerful well done video is one of the most effective ways that you can market your business yeah i mean god well said i'm going to use that for our pitch next time i think <laughs> feel free to use that. right yeah. in essence that that's that's really it that's the core of why we of what we do and why it can be effective so cool well, I'm glad I could. Uh, I'm glad, glad I whipped that off the top of my head. That's great. Yeah, yeah that's excellent. Um, so, okay, let's uh, advice. Let's let's just distill it down to a few sound bites for people. So, if somebody's like, "Okay, video, you've convinced me. I want to try and shoot a video. You know, tomorrow or today or whatever." What what advice would you give the listener right now, saying, "I want to do a video. What should I do first? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just you you know. Acknowledge your audience, know your audience, you know, know uh, what content you want your um, platform to be on, you know, know, see what if you're going to do for Facebook, social media, Twitter. So that Very will cool direct on, right, what uh, kind of direction you're going to be shooting in. Um, you want to do, you know, just be as engaging as possible, you know, be a storyteller interactive yeah i mean right now just focus on consistency and creativity and authenticity in in the content in your content um that can help you effectively engage with your audience and promote your store and and again like you you don't need the best equipment um grab your iphone start shooting start experimenting you know you can shoot right. rock clips on your phone and pull up instagram and you can edit in reels you know, it's it's amazing the tools that that are available for you to use to express yourself, and and they're powerful. It just takes you know it's a little bit of a learning curve, but yeah, pick up your phone and just get excited about telling your story. I agree. I, I think that touches on the one thing that I would say is is to just just do it. Yeah. Like just yeah. get started, even if you don't know what you're doing. You know, if you're you know the first couple of takes or whatever are going to be pretty pretty bad just do it because we all start off really stinky at the beginning and you're not going to get better if you don't practice so if you want to make it a thing that you want to explore and you want to actually be able to leverage it and you want to be able to make good video content 
at some point in the future, you got to make so-so video content now. It doesn't have to exactly. necessarily be used, right? Like, sure. You can do it and just be like, nah, I don't have to put this yeah. online. That's okay. Next time will be better, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and, and many of us, um, especially the entrepreneurial type, are, are perfectionists. And, you know, like for me, uh, for the longest time, I wouldn't even bother. I wouldn't even start because of that fear of failure and that fear of it not working out. I'd, I'd protect myself by just not even trying or doing it ever. <laughs> and right. so, and, and instead, you know, I, I'd now have the philosophy of, you know, hey, just do it bad once. And you'd be surprised at what that bad version of what you tried to do will tell you about how to how to do it better and how to do it right. But you right. won't you won't know until you until you try get something laid down. Best so. way to learn is learn from your mistakes. Yeah. What worked, what didn't work. Yeah. As long as it's theory and dreams and oh I th- some days, you know, it's never gonna happen. But until you do something, take a swing at the at the ball, right? Like gotta give it a shot. You might miss, but that's fine. Right? Yeah. As long as your mm-hmm. mistakes aren't fatal. You'll always be able to make some more, and, and as long as you're paying attention, you will be able exactly. to learn from them. So yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's good advice. Just to just just get cracking. Just to start start making something. Start doing yeah. something. Re- start recording. Uh, you might find out that you're not the person who should be in front of the camera. You might find out that other oh, some somebody else might be really good in front of the camera. You might find out that your skills lie, you know, in the production, in the editing. You might discover you're a great editor. Right? You might have a yeah, exactly. You know, an iPhone mm-hmm. that sort of thing, but you won't know until you try. Right. Yeah, and I exactly. Recommend you try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, where can people find out more about what you guys are doing? You know, you guys are in the video production business. Let's say a store is like, "Hey, I I want video. I don't want to do it myself." What? How can they start that conversation with uh, with you guys? Sure. Yeah. We are Petrichor Productions, and you can find us on all social media. We've got our website, PetrichorProductionsCO.com, and it just it provides a lot of information about us, our process, you know, our philosophy, as well as a library of our work that we've done and what we have done, and we showcase that on our website. Yep, so they can reach out. They can they can request a. Um, uh, discovery call. We can we can speak on on what's important to them and what they want to showcase, and we have this nice back and forth until we kind of arrive at a good proposal or plan for a shoot, and um, and we start you know creating a sculpture together. Just send us a message on Instagram. We're <laughs> on Instagram Petrichor underscore Productions. Slide into those DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the kind of DM that you want to get, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Feel so free to ask us any questions. Sounds good. And that's that's what I was going to follow up with. I got two two follow up questions before we wrap up uh, wrap up this podcast. Uh, so the first one I'm going to ask for, uh, well, the second one I'm going to ask if you've got any closing advice or thoughts or anything like that. But the first one is uh, the theme of this podcast is like success, right? We're trying to build a successful business. We're trying to explore what it takes to get the, a tabletop game business to be truly successful but success is a really nebulous term right so it means different things to different people and i like asking what success means to you guys what does it mean what do, what does a successful version of what you guys do look like 
I think for me, success, you know, measures in, uh, you know, satisfaction from customers or clients, you know, the end results. And what really, you know, helps drive me is just helping people in general and making them happy. So I feel like as long as the client's happy and that that's just success in itself for me. So short, sweet version of success in my eyes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, success for us, you know, would be helping a client tell their story to their, to their audience, to their potential clientele and, and having them be able to, to, to connect emotionally and convince them that they're a service or, or have a product that's worth investing their time into and connecting with. And, and if our, and if our work can, can help drive repeat business and loyalty, then that, that for me is, is a, a job well done and a successful collaboration. Okay. All right. So before we let everyone go for the, uh, the final, <laughs> final part of the, of this episode, uh, <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts? Do you have any last parting pieces of advice for uh, for store owners who might be struggling with uh, with incorporating video or thinking about you know how they can make it work for them, or if maybe they're just doubting? Maybe they're just like, ah, I can't. There's no way I can do this. What would you tell them? That's the best way is to um, showcase what sets you apart from the crowd, and you know, just be yourself and let your passion, you know, showcase and let your passion be your best marketing tool. Just be yourself and it'll help send your message. Yeah. And, you know, we're all our own worst critic. And so, you know, if people are hesitant to, to start and they worry that they're not going to be able to represent themselves in the way that they want to, um, you'd be surprised at how, how few people share the belief that you, you have about yourself. You know, most people will celebrate you and support you and be excited about the story that you want to tell. And so, again, back to what we said, you just have to try. Just put yourself out there. Give it a whirl. You know, and, and you know how Instagram and Facebook algorithms work. You, you know, you might not see a, a big jump in numbers right away, but that's not a reflection of, of you as a person or the story that you're telling. You know, it's a, it's a result of, of inconsistency and being new to it. But keep it going. And I think a lot of people would be pretty surprised at how much it can kind of change that level of engagement with your customer base. That is a great note to end things on. I really like those super concise sound bites and just feel nice. good energy. I like it. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. And, uh, all the links for everything we mentioned will be in the show notes. So if, uh, if the listeners want to connect with you guys, you can easily go to petrichorproductionsco.com or just uh, we'll be able to find them uh, on the show notes for the, for the episode as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you very much for for joining us today and, and just talking video with me. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah thanks for having, for having us. us. All right, that is it for today's episode of the Metaverse Podcast. Video is one of the most powerful ways to market your business. And when paired with social media and digital marketing, it's a great tool for getting new customers into your store or shopping your website. If you're an established game store that offers a great experience to your customers, this is an excellent strategy for taking your marketing to the next level. Find out how the Metaverse Marketing Agency and Petricor team can blow up your inbox and in-store traffic with a killer video marketing package by going to metaversaga.com forward slash Petricor. That is P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R. 
for those wondering. Thanks again for listening to today's show. I'm Tom Chopin. I've been your host, and I will talk to you again in the next episode of the Metaverse Podcast. <laughs>